Good afternoon, I'm Al Cresta. It's hard to believe, but it's been two years since uh, the blast in Beirut. Uh, you might remember August 4th, 2020, a warehouse of improperly stored fertilizer exploded in the port of Beirut, Lebanon. At least 218 people were killed, thousands injured, and the estimated damage was more than $15 billion. Here we are two years later, and the city is still struggling to recover. Joining me right now is Father John Tyar. He lives there. He's been here in the United States. He's back for a, a short visit. And I thought while he was back in Ann Arbor, where we broadcast from, I'd ask Father what it's like now in Beirut. Uh, Father John is a priest of the Maronite Order of the Blessed Virgin Mary. He was born and raised in Lebanon, grew up during the Civil War there. And I'll say right at the outset that anything that you are moved to do to help uh, Lebanon is greatly appreciated. You can help Lebanon by sending a check to the BVM Fund Lebanon, and that uh, can be sent at 4405 Earhart Road in Ann Arbor, Michigan, just down the street from where we broadcast from, 48105. We'll have that linked in our uh, website as well. And um, if you live in Ann Arbor, uh, you can also donate medicine at the Dropbox box outside our chapel here at Domino's Farm. Well, Father, it's good to have you back. Great to see oh. you, by the way. <laughs> Thank know. you, Al. Thank you for hosting me and uh, for welcoming me just uh, to share this moment together about Lebanon and what happened uh, yeah. in Lebanon and what's happening now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first, uh, on behalf of the Maronite uh, community, the Maronite Order of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Lebanese population, and myself, we would like to thank you for your attention, for your continuous generosity uh, in supporting the Christians in the Middle East, and especially in Lebanon, especially during this time of enormous need, uh, when both the effects of the after the pandemic, and we're still living that pandemic until today, and the dire economic crisis uh, have compromised people' uh, well-being and uh, survival uh, capabilities, and especially after the blast, everything yeah. uh, was collapsed like directly in this country wow. uh, with the devaluation of the Lebanese pound from 1500 to 30,000 for one dollar. The value of one dollar wow. is like. Uh, destroying of the whole economy, the capacity uh, of living, and how the people, uh, because all the salaries are in Lebanese pound, yeah. but they pay in fresh dollars, and now the fresh dollars counts in the country. Anyway, thank you for yeah. this time, and I am glad to be back for a yeah. few days to relax at least yeah. and uh, see you. Thank well, you. you. You've got great responsibilities there. Uh, we were off the air. You were telling me about uh, you, you're also you're running a school. Yes, I was appointed. Three hundred thirty uh, employees, and uh, that has got to be difficult when you've got uh, inflation like you've got there. Yes, yes, it it was very very hard uh, uh, coming back to Lebanon after four years uh, spent here in uh, at Domino's Farm mm -hmm. uh, with quite life if I can say and the spiritual way and prayers confession going back to be a, a superior or a principal of school with 2,700 students uh, 1,700 uh, families and 334 employees wow. it was very hard for me to, to run at a point where everything were collapsing and challenging and a very difficult time how to let and keep that school opened 
yeah. to help support the families who could not afford anymore to pay tuitions. Even we, we got paid in Lebanese pound, but we have to spend everything in fresh dollars like electricity, gas, uh, maintenance, materials, uh, wow. whatever we pay is in fresh dollars. Yeah. And yeah. that's it makes it very harder for yeah. me. Uh, yeah. Surely I got hope <laughs> <laughs> and I got support a little bit from friends. Uh, the diocese here in Detroit, the Good. Chaldean community, uh, uh, the people around Domino's Farm, yeah. friend, like they supported just uh, to be able to uh, uh, spend this year to end this year in a proper way. And thank God. Uh, I'm surviving still yeah. alive. <laughs> well, you you look healthy. <laughs> thank thank God. Yeah, but you're, I, you're carrying I, a, bur- I, a real burden. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. I'm getting a little bit uh, my health back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A few questions about the blast itself. Yes. Was it ever determined Yeah. That, that, who was responsible for it, or was it pure accident? That, that's the main question. This tragedy marked one of the largest, if we can say, non-nuclear uh, blast in recent memory. Destroyed uh, half of Beirut and uh, killed more than 200 people yeah. and more than seven to 8,000 people injured, but all the uh, houses like destroyed at that area. Yet no one uh, has done nothing to find out why it happened yeah. and who did it. Yeah. And, and that's the big main issues today. We don't know exactly, and uh, is not helping. The government is not helping to find out the political interference. Uh, people still await justice, and there is no justice. The families of the victims protested uh, and still protesting daily, weekly, uh, all the time yeah. uh, for justice. Uh, and you know someone who lost everything, who lost uh, their families, uh, cannot forget right. if there is no right. justice. Yeah. They don't know. And that's, that's why terrible. it is very, very hard to continue to hope, to wait, and to claim that justice without seeing any procedure or uh, things done to get that justice. I think that domestic investigation cannot deliver justice. Yeah. It has been two years, yeah. and we don't have any clue what happened. That's why maybe today we are seeking and looking for a UN investigation yeah. uh, the, uh, to defend the human rights. Yeah. I saw the Holy Father had called for justice and truth Yes, uh, yes. on the anniversary of the blast. Yeah. So he is aware that... There's a problem with both justice <laughs> and truth regarding this. That's uh, true. Explosion. And we, we thank the Holy Father and the Vatican and uh, the Catholic Church. Uh, always uh, were too close to the country, to the Christian in the Middle East, especially in Lebanon. And he's supposed to come in last June. And uh, like he couldn't uh, come health problem. Yeah, and yeah. now we know he's in wheelchair. But we still hoping to to have him in Lebanon to support us and to be there, but yeah. always the international community, especially the uh, church, was supporting the, the country. Yeah. Especially the Holy Father, he has special love for Lebanon, and uh, he is the one who said uh, uh, Saint Charber, our Lebanese yes. saint, he is the most powerful saint now, working working hard, like yeah, a yeah. miraculous saint about so, Lebanon. So has there been an outpouring of devotion to Saint Charbel? Yes, yeah, yes, so yes. I, he has I, special devotion, and all, uh, always he mentions uh, him. 
yeah. and his prayers. Yeah, that's hard today. Uh, I, I don't know what to do after two years. Right. Uh, the situation is not getting better. Yeah. Uh, we don't have government. Uh, we have a new election of a new president coming soon in uh, November. Uh, and we don't see like there is a progression yeah. uh, establishing certain peace, certain hope, responding to the needs of the population there. And uh, so now, now, like after two years, what is going to happen with those families who lost uh, their support? Uh, that's why today. Uh, so they're left. They're left unsupported. Unsupported victims uh, now, uh, and the families of the victims reclaim or claim a fund, and that fund would be uh, s set up uh, uh, to to support them. International fund just to 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 come and help and support because we know. Uh, our government uh, is unable to do it by yeah. itself. So. so with this uh, election, presidential election coming up, there's not much hope that that will change things. Yeah. Is that we, right? We keep hope. We keep hope yeah. uh, always. We know uh, in Lebanon the president is Christian always, okay. Catholic, Maronite. But we keep hope. But the uh, international politics is not... Uh, in, uh, imposing any solution for the Lebanese problem. And we know it's divided between sections, communities, yeah. uh, religions. Uh, we have the Shiite, the Sunni, the right. Christian, uh, and even there it's divided the country between uh, th that interest. Uh, <laughs> is, it, there, is there hostility between these different groups uh, in Lebanon? I won't be a liar to say no. <laughs> okay. I, I would like to say there is there yeah, is okay. uh, there is uh, certain sensibility and w we know uh, during the war uh, for years and years nothing uh, uh, was done after war to break uh, to bring back those communities to live to live together there yeah. is uh, nothing done uh, to, to be open to the other confessions too and mm -hmm. that's the weakness of the country today it is a beautiful country, nice yeah. country. Uh, it was like in 1967, the fourth country around the world, wealthy yeah. and uh, nice living uh, country. But we regretted like slowly that country was destroyed and today is unable to survive without the international uh, support yeah. and help. Is there... Um, uh, is there... Uh, uh, are, are, are there forms of Islam over there that are a threat to governance? Uh, yes, we know the situation. Yeah. We have a lot of troops, but especially we have the Hezbollah, yeah. Who, yeah, who is dominating the country. And the, are the they connected arms, with Iran? Connected with Iran. Yeah. And we know for years and years that the, uh, the, the mentality is to transform Lebanon to a Muslim country. Yeah. Uh, Sunni or Shiite. So this that's is the real problem. And that's uh, underneath this whole suffering. Uh, yes, and we are paying the international politics between Arab Saudi Arabia, Iran, uh, United States, Russia, and uh, Syria on, uh, in yeah. a way, and Israel on the other way, the Palestinian yeah. uh, problem. We still have that big community of Palestinians in Lebanon, and during the war in Syria, we... Uh, uh, welcomed uh, more than uh, 2 million Syrians in Lebanon. They still live there. It's wow. like more than half of the population wow. uh, just being there 
and the, supported by the Lebanese community and international support. We don't have much time left, so yes. let's uh, talk again. How can people help? Where do they contact you or somebody? Uh, uh, where can they send checks? Um, what kind of yes. medical supplies do you need? <laughs> yeah, the, the community here, Father uh, Paul, Roger, and Nabil, and Tony, they are like uh, supporting all the time, okay. uh, uh, receiving medicines to send to Lebanon, or they can precise on their checks for uh, medicine, for food, uh, for gas, or for school. Uh, today, we are looking okay. to support the school too, okay. and the tuitions uh, in Lebanon. Well, what we'll do is we're going to put this up on the front page of our homepage again and re- keep reminding people about it. Father, thank you Thanks so much. Thanks again. God yeah. bless you all. We keep you in our prayers yes. and keep me in yours as well, okay. returning soon to Lebanon. And thank you. Thank, thank you. Father John Tyre, again, with the Maronite Order of the Blessed Virgin Mary.